0: I messed up a little bit people. I might need some help. I'll tell you about it in a second. All right, let's do this. Hey everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. I needed that. Thank you very much. righty, and uh, uh, quick plugs in the beginning. Everyone listening on YouTube live right now. Also, sorry I'm a little late to you live, people. I had like this little interview thing before uh, I hopped on. So I had to take care of that, and then I set up my equipment real quick, and I went. So sorry, I'm uh, eight minutes late today. Ugh. I know. I'm a piece of shit. Um, okay, so yeah, if you're listening on YouTube Live, make sure you click that like button, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, smash the subscribe button, um, ding the bell, do whatever you want to do. If there's still dislikes... I guess you got to Are there even still dislikes? I'd say get your dislikes in while you can. I don't know if there's still dislikes. I was talking about that uh, a week ago, right? I was talking about that just last week. Saying they're getting rid of the uh, the dislike button. So if they did get rid of that, it looks like they did actually. If they did get rid of that, then sorry. But if they didn't, then get those dislikes in while you still can. If you'd like to uh, give it a dislike. Okay. And if you're listening on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening on, uh, make sure you keep listening to me there. Subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to me on there right now. Just do it. You're already listening. Why the hell not? And if you want to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, at the Frankie D Show. All right, people? All you got to remember is The Frankie D Show. You'll be able to find me. All right, cool. So let's get into this. Um, All right, so the first thing I have in the episode, I literally, is the first thing the title says, Help Frankie D. This is what I need help with, if you want to. It really, you know, it's not a huge deal if you don't, but I figure it could help me out. Um, I accidentally deleted all my podcast episodes. I wish I had more of a gasp one. Actually, maybe a laugh would be better. It's like, what a dumbass you are. How the hell could you delete all your fucking podcast episodes? Um, I didn't, They're still on YouTube and stuff. Actually, they're back up on them now. I was trying to, on this other platform I use, get my live shows off there. So it's not on YouTube. It was another uh, platform I use. And apparently I needed... To like make more space in the storage area. So I'm doing that. But I guess I wasn't doing it the right way. So then I found find out how I guess how to do it the right way. Really it shouldn't have been a problem. I actually for this other platform had a paid plan. I still have a paid plan. It should have just worked. But whatever. I thought maybe it would be more annoying. But maybe take a little quicker. For me just to erase a bunch of shit. So I started erasing shit from this other area. Thinking it was kind of like a backup file, I would still have my regular episodes, and this other one was just a backup file. So you know, if I delete them, it was whatever. I just needed my um, my you know those. I literally like two episodes I wanted because I was gonna post them on here so you guys could listen to them on uh, you know, Apple or Spotify wherever the hell you guys are listening to the audio only. Well, that won't be happening anymore because I deleted all those episodes. Now, I still have my 1 to 25 saved on the computer. So, I was able to re-upload those. However, this is where the help could come in. Especially to you, uh, you know, my listeners that keep coming back every week. I lost the statistics for them. So, I, you know, I... I don't know how many episodes now got the listens in the past. I think it's, I still have my overall statistics. I still know how many uh, downloads I've gotten overall. But I don't know which ones per episode. I don't know where my demographics are anymore. What states I was doing the best in. What countries uh, I was doing well in. I mean, U.S. and Britain, were my, they're my two top countries uh, for the most... Listens, but I lost my statistics. I'd like to, you know, have a better understanding of them. So, if anyone listening right now is bored and was like, huh, I guess I forget what he talked about in those episodes. I know it says in the title, but go back, re listen to them. You don't have to if you don't want to. I'm just asking so I could get a better understanding of, uh, you know, who's listening and stuff. And, you know, it's not like it's going to change anything. I'm still going to keep making podcast episodes every week, but. I thought I would uh, just get that out there. You guys can know how much of a dumbass I am now embracing all my episodes. They're all back on there, though. At least, you know, 1 to 25. I did have one which, unfortunately, even though it had crappy audio, um, isn't up there anymore. It's the with Mike Montone, my uh, buddy from when I was an intern. So I won't be able to get that one back. It's funny too, the episodes I was trying to get were other episodes that he was actually on and my dumbass ass ended uh, up deleting them all. So what you gonna do? Everything's still on YouTube. Everything's back up on those apps now. Speaking to you YouTube listeners, now I see some of you live there. One, give me a like while you're on here. We might have to start transitioning you guys over to the apps. I got, you know, I like live streaming and everything, but this is the thing. I might have some schedule changes in the next, I don't know, month or two. Maybe. Can't say I'm positive. And I don't know if I'll be able to keep a consistent schedule with the live streaming. I'll pick a day to, you know, still post my episodes. I'm thinking they'll probably stay on Tuesdays. Just keep posting them. That's when I've been uh, posting them. But, um... I don't know if I'll definitely be able to get down on the same exact time every week to do a live stream. And I don't want to be inconsistent with the live streams. So we're going to have to start transitioning you guys over just in case. I, well, I guess we'll wait to start transitioning you over. We might though in the next few weeks, I might be like, guys, got something going on now. Looks like my schedule's changed. Just start listening. Get used to listening to me on one of the apps. I'm on a lot of the apps right now. There's a few more I'm going to be putting myself on, but I am a majority of them right now. Like I always say, I'm on Apple, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Amazon. Okay. Okay, well, I, I don't even need to continue with this. That's kind of stupid. But <laughs> So anyway, to uh, just end that little talk break, everyone, if you're bored, even if you listen to the episode already, and you just have nothing to listen to. If you want to go back and listen to some of the old episodes of the Frankie D Show, please do so. I can, you know, get my statistics back, see what people uh, I, you know, are listening again. And if you don't want to, if you only want to listen to the new episodes, that's fine too. I don't give a crap. Okay, because I like I said I was busy before this with this uh, interview I had. I don't have a, a, a too, too much today, but I got some things to uh, talk about. I talked about Halloween. I've actually been talking about Halloween a lot. I just, wasn't it just last week I was saying how a an eight-year-old girl had an X-Acto knife in her Halloween candy? We're close to, th- literally Thanksgiving is uh, next week. So we're closer to Thanksgiving now, yet I was still talking about Halloween. So might as well talk about Thanksgiving now. So first, I guess um, everyone will be listening Well, if you're live, you're listening to it right now, so happy Thanksgiving to my live listeners. And if you're listening to this on, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, this will be the episode before uh, Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone. So, now let's talk about the holiday. It's a more normal holiday than uh, Halloween. Like I said, Halloween's a weird fucking holiday. You're telling your kids that they could go knock on strangers' doors. It's just... It's weird. Why, you know, we say all year, don't accept candy from strangers. Yeah, that one day, no, nah, you could, it's fine. You could accept it. Uh, like I said, I think there's probably a lot of weird shit that goes on on Halloween. There's no way that that girl was the only one that got an X-Acto knife. There has to be other people getting shit in their candies. They, they, there's just no way. I'm sure a bunch of fucking crazy shit happens on Halloween. So, so Halloween, you know, that's like probably the weirdest holiday out of them all. I guess Valentine's Day is a pretty weird holiday too. Because, you know, you literally are, you, you made a holiday for going on a date and banging after. I, you know, I I don't know. It's It's a pretty weird holiday. Halloween though, I don't know, at least... Instead of getting candy from strangers, you're banging someone that most likely that you know on Valentine's Day. So, I mean, at least you got that going for you. I mean, the candy's nice and everything on Halloween, but not when you're getting an X-Acto knife or drugs or whatever the hell you're getting in this candy on Halloween. But uh, the nice thing about Halloween, though, is, like I've talked about before... That's where you get a bunch of girls dressing pretty sexy and stuff. That's their excuse to dress sexy. They love it. It's their day. I think that you know that's why so many chicks. I mean, I know that's why a lot, a lot have told me that's why they like Halloween. They get, they get to dress a little uh, promiscuous that day. But so uh, you know, Thanksgiving not as sexy of a holiday. Honestly, Thanksgiving food is kind of overrated. I gotta be honest with you. Th- Thanksgiving, a lot of people. Like, can't wait for Thanksgiving to come around. They're like, man, I'm going to stuff my face with turkey, stuffing, whatever the hell they got there. In a way, I can understand, though, you know, with Halloween, why people like the candy rather than other holidays where, like, Thanksgiving, you're getting turkey and stuff. Even when it came to Christmas and stuff. I think I prefer Christmas Eve. I always feel I got better uh, food on Christmas Eve than I got on uh, Christmas Day. I usually we usually just have turkey on Christmas Day, also, but um, a, a lot of people they love the turkey on Thanksgiving. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of the turkey. Is anyone else with me there? I am not a fan of the, it's too dry. I prefer the turkey on. I literally I, we eat Thanksgiving uh, lunch dinner whatever pretty early, so when it's like we're not hungry for dinner like normal dinner time, so then. I usually eat—I don't know—we'll say eight at night, and I have a turkey sandwich. And the turkey's cold by then. Put it in the refrigerator; it's cold. And then we make some turkey sandwiches out of it. Put some mayo on it. That'll, you know, not taste so make it uh, not taste so dry. Much better experience. When I'm eating that hot dry turkey, I'm like, no, this is fucking disgusting. I don't want to eat this shit. Now, does anyone? You can put it in the chat or something. I don't. I don't even have the number. And anymore, I figure people seem to, you know, you know, not want to call in until the end of the show and stuff. It's like, if you want to call in, I guess you can still let me know and I'll put the number out there. But, um, leaving in the chat or something, do you, do you guys eat deep fried turkey on Thanksgiving? I heard that some people are eating deep fried turkey on Thanksgiving and I'm like, are you guys like... The cool people? Are you the assholes? I I really don't know. Because I understand people wanting to take a change from normal turkey just in the oven. It takes a long time to make. I don't, deep frying a turkey, I don't know how long that would take. But usually deep frying isn't a super long process. I mean with smaller stuff, you put it in the deep fryer, you take it out a few minutes later, you're good. (coughs) Sorry, I had a sneeze there. Um, so yeah, has anyone had a deep fried turkey? Because I kind of want to try one now. I I was even listening to this radio host talk about it the other day. And he says he's always had regular turkeys. He had a deep fried turkey one year. And at first he was like, yeah, it was all right, the deep fried turkey. And then he like took a quick pause. He was like, actually, it was was the best damn turkey I've ever had in my life. I was like, well, see, now I think I might have to try this one year. And from what I've heard from other people, it's not super dry. You know, like a regular turkey that you have on Thanksgiving. So why are more people not doing this? Do people like dry turkey? Like, I understand, like, maybe you might not want a super moist turkey, but this turkey we have on Thanksgiving is dry, is, is, it's as dry as could can be. Now, I do feel that... uh The smaller turkeys, they might not get as dry. So maybe if you get a bigger one, it's because you got to cook it longer. Then the middle ends up getting way drier. I, I don't know. But personally, I'm tired of the dry turkey. I'd rather just have a fucking pork roll sandwich. Just bring me pork roll. Bring me White Castle. Fuck it. McDonald's. I don't care. Order a goddamn pizza for all I care. Domino's pizza? Why the hell not? Make it a junk food holiday. I'm tired of it. Is is, is is no one else tired from this? I can't be the only one. Clearly, there is other people be, that are tired of this because they're getting deep fried turkeys. So, clearly, they're not the only ones tired of turkey. Or they're not the only ones tired of the dried turkey. But they still want to keep a tradition of the turkey, so they're making the turkey a little bit different. Beats me. I don't know. They need to do... I don't know. They need to do a little bit more to spruce up the holiday. Maybe they need to find a way to have a woman dress sexy on Thanksgiving, too. That could be in a fun change of pace. I don't know. I am very curious what this deep-fried turkey tastes like now. This radio host, too, is talking about how uh, pumpkin cheesecake is like a higher-end version of pumpkin pie. Now, I like pumpkin pie. That's something I do like about Thanksgiving. However... Pumpkin Spice Cake, I don't have that on Thanksgiving, but Pumpkin Spice Cake, Moist Cake with the Cream Cheese Frosting, oh yeah, that is what I like. That is my favorite pumpkin treat. But I do like pumpkin pie a lot. And This radio host is saying that pumpkin cheesecake is like a higher-end version of pumpkin pie, and I'm like, huh, now is this, is this guy making legit points here? Does anyone have any thoughts on that? Because... Now, that's true. I already—I don't even know if I why well, say if that's true. I gotta try. I'm already trying this fucking shit. I—I'm thinking maybe by uh, next week. Oh, uh, next week there's a possibility I might not be able to do the show. I'll talk about that a little bit more later. Maybe I could do it on this, the day after for the live people, and then you know it would still be Tuesday to you. Uh, recorded people. I'll talk about that later though. So anyway, maybe by uh, next week, though, if I do the show on Saturday or something, I might have already had pumpkin cheesecake by then because I got to try this now. I'm like, is there a way this could be better than, my- you know, I've actually met a lot of people throughout my life that don't like pumpkin pie, and I've never really understood that. I'm like, I fucking love pumpkin pie. And now, I one day, I went to my friend's house, and they have pumpkin pie there. And my friend hates pumpkin pie, and he's like, ugh. And his mom was like, hey, Frankie D, you want a slice of pumpkin pie? And I'm like, well, what kind of stupid question is that? Fucking bitch, you, were you not uh, thinking about not giving me a slice of pumpkin pie? Of course I want a slice of pumpkin pie. She gives me the slice of pumpkin pie, and I, it was so disgusting, I almost had to spit it all over her face. Ugh. And then that is when I came to the realization of why... So many people probably hate pumpkin pie. A lot of it tastes like shit. You either got to get it from someone that knows how to make it. Or, I don't know, maybe just a boxed one or something that just don't, you know, taste good. But uh, a a lot of people don't, I'm thinking that's it. A lot of people just don't know how to make it. They make shitty pumpkin pies. So then you have a lot of people growing up, living their lives, thinking that pumpkin pie tastes like shit. And when in reality, it's just that their moms are feeding them dog shit that they're making. I never had to deal with that. I've always gotten very good pumpkin pies. You know, is sweet potato pie popular to eat at Thanksgiving? I think so. Sweet potato pie might be a little underrated. It's pretty good. I mean, I I prefer a pumpkin pie over it. And for some reason, I don't know why, because sweet potato is completely different than pumpkin. They taste relatively similar. Little underrated. I still prefer the pumpkin pod, but sweet potato pie—not so bad. Man, this is just turning into a whole fucking food conversation. Oh, I'm checking the chat. I was I was seeing if anyone had anything to say about the deep fried turkey, and we got TGY TV Tim Galvy here saying pork roll. Bunch of times that's my fucking food. All right, so let's uh, see what else we got here. So some of the other things uh, I'm having for Thanksgiving besides the turkey, the driest turkey. Probably having some penne vodka. I don't know why, but I will have that. I don't think that's like (laughs) a Thanksgiving dish. I'm probably the only one that's going to be having that on Thanksgiving, but... If there's other people like me that are like, fuck the dry turkey, let's add something else to this mix. Penne vodka, something good to add to the mix. I'm also curious, I keep you know asking you guys for some uh, opinions. What do you guys think of the, uh, the jelly, the cranberry jelly sauce, right? Cranberry sauce, but there's like two kinds of cranberry sauce. There's the jelly one, I don't even know the other one. Uh, I love the fucking cranberry sauce. I've also met some people that don't really like cranberry sauce, and I'm like, what the fuck? You guys love this dry-ass turkey, yet you don't like pumpkin pie, and you don't like the cranberry sauce. The jelly cranberry sauce. I don't know about the other type. I had it once. I didn't like it. It's the the canned jelly cranberry sauce. That is what you got to get. It's delicious. How the hell do you not like it? It is so good. So I would definitely be having some of that on Thanksgiving. And then, of course, there'll be some stuffing there. Some years it's better than others. I like stuffing. You guys are just getting the full menu for me now. Oh, uh, man, like I said, though, I'd be good, honestly, with just a fucking pork roll. Just a pork roll sandwich, pork roll and cheese, some salt, pepper, ketchup on a bagel. Mm. You know, I think we need to make some Thanksgiving music. Or at least just dedicate... It's like, I I don't know. It might be too late to make Thanksgiving music. We just need to dedicate a genre to it. Maybe like early 2000s country. I don't know. Maybe classic rock beats me. Because we go from Halloween music, which honestly, I've never been a fan of holiday music. Maybe a song or two here and there, I'll be like, alright, it was good to hear that song. I haven't heard that in a long time. But honestly, not a huge fan of the uh, Halloween music. It's like, whatever. Halloween music. Then Halloween's over, and now it's like the day after. It's like, oh, let's switch to Christmas music. I know we're it's only in November 1st, but who cares? And then all of a sudden Christmas music starts playing. Yeah, it really is. Like it might, it might not be the day after November 1st, but there are radio stations now literally sw- switching over to Christmas music like the second week of November. It's like I'm not ready for this. Wait till like Thanksgiving night or something to start playing the Christmas music. Wait till the day after Black Friday. We do not need Christmas music from the day after Halloween all the way until Christmas. We need some Thanksgiving music. So if no one can make good Thanksgiving songs, and I feel like now I, I I feel like anybody trying to make that would try to make original holiday songs, like, just wouldn't be as, like, historic as other, you know, like the Halloween songs we have, the Christmas songs we have. There's no Easter songs, really, either, right? Are there any Thanksgiving and Easter songs? Someone could tell me that if they know. I don't recall ever hearing any sort of Thanksgiving and Easter songs, really. But we need, I think, to dedicate at least a genre To the month of, uh, not to the month, to the holiday of Thanksgiving, even if it's classic rock. And then on every station, they they could put a few songs in there of that genre, but it's got to, you know, classic rock it could be, oldies, you know, classic rock and uh, some, you know, oldies type stuff, but something that like the general people will like. I mean, who the hell can't get into a little bit of the Beatles? Who the hell can't get into a little bit of uh, Van Halen, Steve freaking Miller Band? I don't know. I just, I can't stand hearing Christmas music all that time. Really, I, yeah, I don't want to hear it for like three weeks long enough. I don't need to hear it any more than three weeks. I don't know. Am I alone with that? I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm the minority on that. Maybe everyone loves hearing it for two months straight. I, I find it like, isn't it funny though, how Christmas and Halloween have so much like songs and Thanksgiving has none. Isn't that like just kind of disrespectful to the holiday? It's like, no, you only get one day. You don't even get a full week of vacation. We'll save that for Christmas. I don't know. But everyone eat your asses off on uh, Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. If you like that dry ass turkey, enjoy. Alright, let's see what we got here. Uh, TGY, Tim Goby hate all crayon jelly. Ooh, bad opinions. TGY, Tim Goby. yeah, but there's no Thanksgiving music. Peter Cottontail, I guess Peter Cottontail, which was the one I was thinking, I guess is an Easter song, however, I don't know. It's not like it says Easter in it anywhere or something, but I get it. Actually, does it say Easter in it? I don't fucking know. All I know is Here Comes Peter Cottontail. It might say Easter in it for all I fucking know. So, alright, so that's our one Easter song, and... No Thanksgiving music. Unfortunate. Like I said, we need to just dedicate a genre, but a good genre. I don't want to hear stupid pop shit. All right, that's enough about me rambling on about Thanksgiving and the food I eat on Thanksgiving. Hope you guys enjoyed. Enjoyed that. You now know what I'll be eating on Thanksgiving. Woo. There we go. (laughs) All right, I'm going to take a quick trivia break. I'll be back with the topic. And then uh, we will be good to go. All right, sound good, people. Let's hope this works. Enjoy the trivia. All right, so I have a famous person guessing game. So, the way this works is that I have five clues about a famous person and I'll read them each twice. The clues start off pretty difficult, but they get easier as we go along. So, if you could guess this person in like the first clue or two, you're pretty smart. But if it takes you to like clue five or you can't guess the person at all, then you're probably a dumbass because by clue five, it's pretty easy to guess who the person is. All right, so each clue again, it's about the same person. So, clue one. Won't be about Megan Fox and Clue 2 be about Howard Stern. It's all about the same person. After I read each clue twice, I will then name the famous person. Alright, let's get to it. Alright, so Clue 1 I am an X Games legend born September 3rd, 1986 in San Diego, California. Again, I'm an X Games legend born September 3rd, 1986. In San Diego, California. Alright, I doubt any of you really got that just from the first clue. So, just to make you feel better, here's a couple of these. Big tits. Big tits. And on to the next clue. So, clue two. I'm in a band called Bad Things. Again, I'm in a band called Bad Things. I am wonder what made them call their band bad things I don't want to listen to them knowing their band is called bad things I might I'm gonna think bad things are gonna to happen to me also it just makes me kind of think that their music isn't that good just being called bad things I don't know here's some of these big tits big tits okay clue three you may know me as the flying tomato again. You may know me as the Flying Tomato. See, that kind of makes me think that this guy's fat when I see this. However, I can see who the person is right now, and he's not fat. So I don't know why they... Well, I think... I know why they call him the Flying Tomato, but I feel like they should have came up with another nickname for him because the guy's not fat. So there's a clue for you. The guy's not fat. If you were thinking because they're calling him a tomato that he's fat, he's not. Okay, clue four... I hold the most X Games gold medals and the most Olympic gold medals by a snowboarder. Again, I hold the most X Games gold medals and most Olympic gold medals by a snowboarder. Okay, a couple of these. Big tits. Big tits. And the last clue, clue five. I won gold in the men's halfpipe at the Pyeongchang, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, after being shut out of the 2014 Sochi Olympics. Again, I won gold in the men's halfpipe at the Pyeongchang after being shut out of the 2014 Sochi Olympics. Alright, so... After reading all of the clues, I will now give who the person is. So, the person is... Drumroll, please. Sean White. I'm uh, not, you know, a, very familiar with him. I mean, I know who he is. He's been on TV a bunch, and I know he's got red hair. That That's where the flying tomato comes from. However, I don't know. Like I said, when I think of a flying tomato, I think of I would think of a like a fatter pudgy person, not a skinny dude like Sean White. But anyway, doesn't really matter. So uh that is the end of the game for this week. Next week I should be back to regular trivia. Hopefully you guys uh enjoyed this. I feel like this was actually kind of a harder uh one of these famous person guessing games. I feel like usually, I don't know, I feel like I usually know by like the second or third clue. This one, I don't know if I would have, but I don't know. I do know he's a snowboarder and stuff. Okay, well like I said, I should be back uh, to regular trivia next week. And like I say, I've said multiple weeks. If anyone has something they want me to record for one of these uh, breaks I take, uh, shoot a message to me or something, let me know, and I can try to make it happen. All right, until then, time to get back to the show. And, and of course, it cuts me off in, like, the last half second. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed the trivia. So now we are back, and I only have one topic left, really. I'm going to be uh, calling Whitney Cummings like I've been doing. I feel like I've been doing her a long... I've been uh, <laughs> doing her. I've been calling her a long time now. I, usually I stop it after four, maybe five weeks. I feel, I gotta see how many episodes I've been calling her. I, I might as well go through uh, the rest of November, but, geez, I'm like, I need to find someone else to call. I like calling Winnie Cummings. She doesn't have a super long message machine like Theo Vaughn did. Theo Vaughn, I was like, dude, just let me leave the freaking message now, oh my god. But, okay. Well, this is... This next uh, topic isn't just me blabbing on about what I'm having for Thanksgiving or asking you guys to uh, go back and listen to some of my episodes because I ac- my dumbass accidentally deleted them all, had to put them back on. This one is uh, an actual topic, something I saw going around. Is it true? Looks true. Sounds true. Who knows? Okay, so it is that apparently I saw that only 25% of Americans use Twitter. So way less than I think a lot of us realize. I don't use social media at all. The only thing I use it for is the show, is the Frankie D show. But I don't have, a per- I don't have personal social media. The whole social media thing just annoys me. How people are so addicted to their phones and they have to... Be on their phones twenty four seven. It wasn't even like when we just had uh, you know cell phones, dumb phones. I used to love the Voyager. I used to have a Voyager and an MV Touch, and I loved them. If I held on to mine for a long time, I everyone had smartphones by the time I uh, I got a smartphone. Like I was like the last one to switch over. I w- was, I don't even know. I was probably. Uh, I don't even know what year I got a smartphone in, let's see, 2014 maybe? Yeah, we'll say two, 2014 I think I got a smartphone. So I, they were already very popular by then. I literally was like the last one to get one. And when, when, back when everyone had like the dumb phones, the cordy keyboard phones, the, the, the cool people had the cordy keyboard phones, the losers had the flip phones. It's like, oh, <laughs> you got a uh, uh, flip phone, uh, that's cool. Nice, we could text, I guess. Oh, wait a minute, you, you have an Envy? You have a, Vo- wait, the Voyager? It's got a touchscreen and a keyboard? Jeez. Someone's a panty dropper. My god. Uh, so yeah. I, I re- everyone, when you had a dumb phone, though, whether, you know, flip phone or just one of the QWERTY ones, you didn't have Facebook or Twitter or Instagram on there. You, I mean... Twitter was just kind of getting popular uh, when dumb phones were out. I, like, no one really talked about it that much. Instagram, I don't even think, existed when my I first got my dumb phone. Facebook existed, but the thing with Facebook was you had to go home to use it. You couldn't just bring it up on your phone and be addicted to it all day. Like It wasn't like you'd go from searching the internet, to texting, to Instagram, to Twitter, to Facebook. Now we circle back around, you know, it's like everyone's just addicted to it. They're, you know, their heads are in their phones all day. They can't make eye contact with people. It's it's like, ugh. I, I honestly hope that in the future, kid, like the kids look at the older generations and they're like, what losers they were back They, they actually spend that much time on the internet. Because that's how the older generations are looking down at us. They're like, why are they this into their electronics? I guess it's just technology and evolution. But when we were kids, we, you know, we'd ride horses and go fishing and blah, 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 playing mud all day. But, uh, I don't know. I get, you know, I'm clearly not the popular one with that. Clearly every, well, I shouldn't even say everyone uses it. Clearly, only 25% of Americans use it. So, where I live, not many people are using Twitter, it's saying. It is crazy to think that because it does seem like everyone's on it. However, I will say to me, I don't know how many people use Instagram. I feel people talk about Instagram more than they talk about uh, uh, Twitter. But, who the heck knows. I find it funny, though, that Only 25% of Americans use this. And apparently, what this article is saying, if it's true, that only 25% of that 25% make up 97% of all tweets. So these are losers with no lives that are just kind of tweeting all fucking day. And it's funny how... We let this tiny... And we all kind of knew this to begin with, that it was it was a tiny group, right? I, I honestly think we do. It's funny that we let this tiny group cancel people. It, like, it, isn't that funny? So, you know, someone complains about something. Someone without a backbone or a weak-minded person or whatever it is. They complain about something. Then the news, which does have a lot of people not as much as people think any anymore. It doesn't have a you know, now with the internet it's you know, people don't trust the news as much anymore. Yet it still has a you know, a lot of people obviously still watch it. So then the news is like, "Oh, that is newsworthy." And by what that means is, "Oh, that could that could be attention grabbing and that could get us ratings." So they find things what people are saying about People And they're like, all right, we can cancel them. And because people see this on the news, they make it seem like a way bigger thing than it actually is. Isn't that funny how we let this tiny group of people actually cancel people? We let these people get fired now. And we, you know, they go down to like where they're not allowed even to exist in society anymore. And really, it's like, Maybe other people should just start standing up for I, everyone. No one wants to stand up, I guess, for people anymore because they don't want to be the next victim. But really, the these cancel culture assholes—they're tiny. Look at this. Only let's just say all twenty-five percent of Americans were all the cancel culture people, which it's not. It's saying only you know twenty-five percent of that twenty-five. percent ...make up 97% of tweets. That's probably the people that are canceling people. But let's just say all 25% of people on Twitter... ...we're all just trying to cancel all the time. That's still only 25% of Americans. That's only literally a quarter of America. We still have three more quarters. I don't know. So, I, you know, I, I, I just find that crazy. It's a bunch of little, you know, losers... That are addicted to their phones, and we're letting them dictate shit. (laughs) Ah, man. What you gonna do? Is it gonna change anytime soon? Who knows? Probably not. Will it in the future? Hopefully. Ah, man. All right, well, let's see what this article says. Uh, most Americans do not use Twitter, and those who do, a minority of highly active users produce nearly all tweets, a new study finds. The study from Pew Research, <laughs> Pew Research, P-E-W Research, I don't know if that's supposed to be uh, pronounced. I'm curious what percent, now that I'm reading this out, I am curious what percent of the world is on Twitter. You know, 25% of America doesn't seem that big, but I'm curious in general how many uh, people in general are on Twitter, and in the other countries, what percent of their people make it? Well, this is saying that that 25% of that 25% makes up for 97% of all tweets, so I I don't know. It seems like... uh, We have the idiot, loser, loudmouths. Anyway, this poo research. The study from Poo Research published Monday found that 25% of American adults use Twitter. And that among users, the most active 25% produced 97% of all tweets. Among this highly active group, 80% of all tweets are either retweets or replies to other tweets. With original tweets making up just 14% of posts. Alright, so that's not too high. But I have heard that the retweets, that's where the word really starts spreading. Let's see. And despite their high volume of posting, this group receives only modest engagement from the rest of Twitter with an average of 37 likes and only one retweet a month. Let's see what else this says. In a lot of ways, you know, these are folks that are kind of talking to themselves. Well, talking to themselves a little bit. Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> that's what they're doing. They have no one else to talk to. Yeah, you know, there's two kinds of those people. There's a lot of them that you know just have no friends. So, and they don't try. You know, they're just like, well, we're just nothing. So let's just talk to ourselves through Twitter. And then there's the other group of people that, you know, they like the attention. Could be, uh, you know, people they you know, really that are just trying to get a rise out of other people. And it's kind of like, I don't know, at least start a podcast or something for that. Make it, like, really entertaining. Don't be a keyboard warrior. Just trying to get people to listen to you and pay attention to you. Uh, Study author... Aaron Smith told MarketWatch, nothing that high-volume tweeters tend to not have much positive reinforcement or interaction with the broader Twitter universe. That's believable. High-volume tweeters are also roughly twice as likely as others to say they have personally experienced harassing or abusive behavior on the platform than less active tweeters. Well, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Stay Stay off the platform, dumbasses. Then you won't have to experience that harassment and abuse. Nevertheless, the high-volume tweeters are less likely to view the overall tone or civility of discussions on the site as a major problem by a margin of 27% to 42%. They brush off some behaviors that other users might find more problematic and are willing to put up with uh, some things that we might find troublesome in other contexts. Smith said. The study also found notable differences between Republican and Democratic Twitter users. I honestly, this episode is still on uh, YouTube. It's not on Spotify, so you could see the whole video and everything. Everyone should watch, you know, and I've obviously said... In terms of uh, Joe Rogan's content, I find most of his episodes very boring. I don't find him like a Howard Stern and exciting or anything, uh, how Howard Stern, you know, uh, was. But one episode that I did actually find very interesting from the Joe Rogan experience, which it's still on YouTube, is when he had Jack Dorsey, the guy that owns Twitter. And I forget the woman that was with him. There was a woman that works for Twitter that was with him, too. And Joe Rogan had Tim Pool on. Well, actually, Rogan barely does appearances, and he was on Tim Pool's uh, live show the other day. But anyway, he had Tim Pool on, and they really had a serious conversation about the people that get blocked on Twitter, and it seems like there is a bias in there. And the episode, it, it's it's a good episode to watch. You could see, huh, it looks like there actually might be a... Uh, political bias and people they're blocking and then they you know they were trying to make cases for themselves and stuff and then they went on doing things the opposite of what they were saying and then people i think with that episode still being up were like oh yeah we really can't trust uh, jack dorsey and twitter and stuff but uh yeah so everyone should uh go check that out so uh Similar shares of both groups said that issues such as the tone or civility of conversations on the site or the presence of inaccurate or misleading information are major problems, but Republican users are far more likely to say it is a major problem that Twitter limits the reach or visibility of certain posts, 59% versus 17%, or bans uh, users from the platform, 61% versus 6%. Damn. When asked about Twitter's impact on American democracy, about half of Democratic Twitter's users, uh, 47%, say the site has had a mostly good impact, while 28% say that impact has been mostly bad. But among Republican users, fully 60% say that uh, the site has been mostly bad for American democracy, and just 17% say its impact has been mostly good. See... Social media is just bad in general. I really don't believe the world was ever supposed to be this connected. I, you know, just the fact that, like, even YouTube. And I watch a lot of videos on YouTube. You know, the comments section, it's kind of ridiculous. People literally argue with each other in the comments. You could not only leave a comment, you could then comment on that person's comment. You're literally asking people to argue on there. Like no one's ever going to be thinking 100% the same. And then people get behind their keyboards and they start thinking they're like the Hulk or something. And they're like, oh, I'll just be a tough guy on here. It's, it's, it's all very toxic. I'd be better maybe if they just left a review section or something. It still lets you express your opinion, but then you can't uh, comment on the other person's to say your opinion's shit. Uh, Let's see, highly active users are more likely to say their use of Twitter has made them feel more politically engaged in the last year. The study found, well, that's scary. And by that, that means that they read some tweets, uh, political tweets on Twitter, and they think they're like a politician now, and they think they know everything about politics. Smith told MarketWatch that the activity trends on Twitter are similar to other social media outlets. My team, has looked at, uh, my team has looked at everything from popular YouTube channels to social media posts from members of Congress, and in almost every one of those studies, we see a pretty similar relationship to this, where a minority of people or groups produce the majority of stuff, Smith said. If you ask them questions about their behaviors on the site, they'll tell you that they're mostly there to speak on their own opinions. All that kind of lines up with what you'd expect. Alright, so that's the end of that article there. See what some of these comments say. (laughs) So this person said, uh, so an eighth of the population of the U.S. are narcissists. Got it. Uh, Another thing says, the most pointless out of all of them. This person said, you would think from rags such as the DM that the world would end up If the, I don't, if the tweets stop tweeting, all right, and Twitter is for twits. Uh, Okay, so that's what we're going to read of that. So, yeah, it is kind of crazy how such a small uh, percentage of Americans make up such a high volume of tweets, I think I think they, you, they, there should be, like, a timer on Twitter or something, and once these people go over, like, five minutes, Twitter has to, like, log them out for 12 hours or something. Like, no one should be spending that much time on there. It's only going to lead to trouble. Okay. Well, that is all I got for my topics this week. I'm going to give Whitney Cummings a uh, quick call, and then I'm out of here. Okie dokes. Hold on, people. You got to make sure this works. Okay, I think it works. Yes, it should. And Whitney Cummings, here we come. Come on. Okay. Hey, everyone. Uh, you have reached Whitney. Come Good for you podcast hotline. Yay. Leave a message or a question or a statement or a tidbit or a little adorable sentence. I don't know. I don't want to play it on the podcast. Yo, what up, Whitney? It's Frankie D again. Want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I don't think. Yeah, I probably won't get to talk to you. Uh, again, before Thanksgiving. So I just want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. What are you having for Thanksgiving? You a fan of pumpkin pie? There's a lot of people that I don't really understand. They don't really like pumpkin pie. But, see, this is what I found out one day. I went to my friend's house. I was telling people this before. I went to my friend's house one day, and he didn't want his mom's pumpkin pie. He was like, ugh. But I, that I was offered a slice, and I was like, of course I want a slice of pumpkin pie. What kind of man do I look like? But then I tried it, and I wanted to spit it out. It was disgusting. So now I realize... A lot of people don't like pumpkin pie because their moms was feeding them dog crap. They never got good pumpkin pie. It's a shame, but that's what it seems it is. You see, my favorite is uh, pumpkin spice cake with the cream cheese icing. That's my favorite from uh, old pumpkin treats. I've heard from someone that pumpkin cheesecake is like a higher-end pumpkin pie. I'll have to try that out. I oh, don't know. Honestly, though, Whitney, I would be fine with just a pork roll and cheese sandwich for uh, Thanksgiving, Whitney. You know, pork roll and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup on a bagel. Oh, man. Why'd you have to get me talking about it, Whitney? I would be fine with that on Thanksgiving. I don't need. I don't want the dry turkey. I hear some people are deep frying it to make it uh, not so dry. I don't need that dry ass turkey. Maybe a deep fried turkey is a direction I should go in. But honestly... I'd rather just have the pork roll sandwich. And Whitney, why have you uh been uh, you know, disrespecting me and not calling a pork roll? I don't really get that. You know, Jim Norton, he's a pork roll guy. I'll straight up say, yeah, it's pork roll. Then we got you over here that, you know, I think you're coming gonna come out and say, Yeah, it's pork roll, but instead you you're just keeping it to yourself. Come on, we gotta gotta spread the word there. Alright, I'm gonna go uh call a porkle, have a porkle for Thanksgiving, and uh yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Alright, peace out, Wendy. Alright. And that was my call to Wendy Cummings this week. Hope you all enjoyed. Uh that is the end of the show for today. We'll see what we uh got in here. TGY Tim Gilby. He is uh really enjoying the chat section here. <laughs> He says he didn't know any snowboarders. That was to the trivia and ask her if she likes pumpkin pie this week. Well, I did ask her. There you go, TG. Why, Tim Galvey. Whitney Cummings was asked if she likes pumpkin pie. All right. If you have anything else to say, guys, uh, type it in the chat real quick. I'm going to plug the show, and I am going to get out of here. So if you're listening on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to The Frankie D Show. Give me the thumbs up, give me a like, ding the bell. Do what you're supposed to do on YouTube. If you are listening on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere else, make sure you are subscribed to me there, keep listening. Listen to some old episodes so I can see where you guys are from again. <laughs> And uh, if you want to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, it's at the Frankie D Show. That's the only place where I have uh, social media. I don't have any personal social media. I know that's just what you got to do for podcasts and stuff. So if you want to follow me there, feel free to follow me there. All right, that's it with the show for this week. I thank you all for listening, all the live listeners. Thank you for being here for the people that listen to the record to the recordings I thank you oh and I said next week I might not be here Friday so that is a possibility make sure you're subscribed to me on YouTube uh you know cuz if I do go on Friday then you know then you'll know just to uh, go on you should get the notification if I go on Saturday maybe then you know You'll get the notification. If I don't go on at all, then you won't. But at least if you're subscribed uh, and you get the notification, you should know either way. Might have something to do. And, yeah, like I said, in the future, might have to be uh, transitioning you guys over to the uh, recorded apps if I can't do live anymore. But for now, next week is just for next week if I can't even do it. So, keep listening, everyone. I appreciate the listens. And I might be back next week, might not. If I'm not, this episode, for the live listeners, if you missed some in the beginning, uh, I will post on Tuesday. And if I'm not here next Friday or Saturday or something, then I will see you guys in two weeks. But I'll try to be on, hopefully. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Peace.